Today is the 8th of July 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. So having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, we trust in your power to create, to sustain, to enable. But we could not trust if we did not know that you were always near. Be with us, Lord, as we gather here to worship you. Help us not to check our minds or our hearts at the play button, but enable us to bring all that we are to you so that we might experience your touch upon all aspects of our lives. Father, we pray this because of and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, civil war breaks out in Israel. And Paul gives Timothy instructions for ministry. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through his word today. Father, open our eyes as we read your scriptures this morning. Help us to see your hand in everything we do, in everything that happens around us, in all the accounts that we read, and remind us that you are a God who is involved intimately in all aspects of our lives. Amen. And our Bible readings this week are taken from the Holman Christian Standard Bible, And we begin with 2 Samuel 3. The war between the house of Saul and the house of David was long and drawn out, with David becoming stronger and the house of Saul becoming weaker. Sons were born to David in Hebron. His firstborn was Ammon of Ahinoam the Jezreelite. His second was Cheliab by Abigail, the widow of Nabal the Carmelite. The third was Absalom, son of Makar the daughter of the king Talmai of Jeshur. The fourth was Adonijah, son of Haggith. The fifth was Shashtia, son of Abitel. The sixth was Ithriam, by David's wife Egla. These were born to David in Hebron. During the war between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner kept acquiring more and more power in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine, whose name was Rispa, daughter of Ayah, and Eshbosheth questioned Abner, Why did you sleep with my father's concubine? Abner was very angry about Eshbosheth's accusation. Am I a dog's head which belongs to Judah? He asked. All this time I've been loyal to the house of your father Saul, to his brothers and to his friends, and haven't handed you over to David. But now you accuse me of wrongdoing with this woman. May God punish Abner, and do so severely if I don't do for David what the Lord swore to him to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and establish the throne of David over Israel and Judah from Dan to Beersheba. Ishbosheth could not answer Abner because he was afraid of him. Abner sent messengers to his representatives to say to David, Whose land is it? Make your covenant with me and you can be certain I am on your side to hand all Israel over to you. David replied, Good, I will make a covenant with you. However, there is one thing I require of you. Do not appear before me, unless you bring Saul's daughter Michael here when you come to see me. Then David sent messengers to say to Ishbosheth, son of Saul, Give me back my wife, Michael. I was engaged to her for the price of a hundred Philistine foreskins. So Ishbosheth sent someone to take her away from her husband, Peltiel, son of Laish. Her husband followed her, weeping all the way to Bahirim. Abner said to him, Go back. So he went back. Abner conferred with the elders of Israel. In the past you wanted David to be king over you. Now take action because the Lord has spoken concerning David. Through my servant David I will save my people Israel from the power of the Philistines and the power of all Israel's enemies. Abner also informed the Benjaminites and went to Hebron to inform David about all that was agreed on by Israel and the whole house of Benjamin. When Abner and twenty men came to David at Hebron, David held a banquet for him and his men. Abner said to David, Let me now go, and I will gather all Israel to my lord the king. They will make a covenant with you, and you will rule over all you desire. So David dismissed Abner, and he went in peace. Just then David's soldiers and Joab returned from a raid, and brought a large amount of plundered goods with them. 
Abner was not with David in Hebron because David had dismissed him and he'd gone in peace. When Job and his, all his army arrived, Job was informed Abner, son of Ner, came to see the king. The king dismissed him and he went in peace. Job went to the king and said, What have you done? Look here, Abner came to you. Why did you dismiss him? Now he's getting away. You know that Abner, son of Ner, came to deceive you and to find out about your activities and everything you've done. Then Job left David and sent messengers after Abner. They brought him back from the one of Syrah, but David was unaware of it. When Abner returned to Hebron, Joab pulled him aside to the middle of the gateway as if to speak to him privately, and there Job stabbed him in the stomach. So Abner died in revenge for the death of Asahel, Job's brother. David heard about it later and said, I and my kingdom are forever innocent before the Lord concerning the blood of Abner, son of Ur. May it hang over Joab's head and his father's whole house, and may the house of Joab never be without someone who has a discharge or a skin disease, or a man who can only work a spindle, or someone who falls by the sword or starves. Job and his brother Abishai killed Abner because he'd put their brother Asahel to death in the battle at Gibeon. David then ordered Joab and all the people who were with him, Tear your clothes, put on sackcloth and mourn over Abner. And King David walked behind the funeral procession. When they buried Abner in Hebron, the king wept aloud at Abner's tomb. All the people wept, and the king sang a lament for Abner. Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound, your feet were not placed in bronze shackles. You fell like one who falls victims to criminals. And all the people wept over him even more. Then they came to urge David to eat bread while it was still day, but David took an oath. May God punish me, and do so severely if I taste bread or anything else before sunset. All the people took note of this, and it pleased them. In fact, everything the king did pleased them. On that day all the troops and all Israel were convinced that the king had no part in the killing of Abner, son of Ner. Then the king said to his soldiers, You must know that a great leader has fallen in Israel today. As for me, even though I am the anointed king, I have little power today. These men, the sons of Zariah, were too fierce for me. May the Lord repay the evildoer according to his evil. When Saul's son, Eshbosheth heard that Abner had died at Hebron, his courage failed, and all Israel were dismayed. Saul's son had two men who were leaders of raiding parties, one named Banner and the other one Rechab, sons of Remon, the Beerthites of the Benjaminites. Beeroth is also considered part of Benjamin, and the Beerothites fled to Gitaim and still live there as foreigners to this very day. Saul's son Jonathan had a son whose feet were crippled. He was five years old when the report about Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel. The one who had nursed him picked him up and fled, but as she was hurrying to flee, he fell and became lame. His name was Mephibosheth. Rechab and Baana, the sons of Rimon, the Beerothite, set out and arrived at Ishbosheth's house during the heat of the day, while the king was taking his midday nap. They entered the interior of the house as if to get wheat and stabbed him in the stomach. Then Rechab and his brother Bana escaped. They entered the house while Ishbosheth was lying on his bed in his bedroom and stabbed and killed him. Then they beheaded him, took his head, 
and travelled by way of the Arabah all night. They brought Ishbosheth's head to David at Hebron and said to the king, Here is the head of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, your enemy who intended to take your life. Today the Lord has granted vengeance to my lord, the king against Saul and his offspring. But David answered Rechab and his brother Barna, son of Rimon the Berethite, As the Lord lives, the one who has redeemed my life from every distress when the person told me, Look, Saul is dead. The one who thought he was a bearer of good news. I seized him and put him to death at Ziglag. That was my reward to him for his news. How much more when wicked men kill a righteous man in his own house, on his own bed? Shall I now not require his blood from your hands and wipe you off the earth? Then David gave orders to the young men, and they killed Rechab and Barna. They cut off their hands and feet and hung their bodies by the pool in Hebron. But they took Ishbosheth's head and buried it in Abner's tomb in Hebron. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, Here we are, your own flesh and blood. Even while Saul was king over us, you were the ones who led us out to battle and brought us back. The Lord also said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel and be ruler over Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king at Hebron. King David made a covenant with them at Hebron in the Lord's presence, and they anointed David king over Israel. David was thirty years old when he began his reign. He reigned forty years. In Hebron he reigned over Judah seven years and six months. In Jerusalem he reigned thirty-three years over all Israel and Judah. The king and his men marched to Jerusalem against the Jebusites who inhabited the land. The Jebusites had said to David, You will never get in here. Even the blind and lame can't repel you, thinking David can't get in here. Yet David did capture the stronghold of Zion, that is, the city of David. He said that day, Whoever attacks the Jebusites must go through the water shaft to reach the lame and the blind who were despised by David. For this reason is said, The blind and the lame will never enter the house. David took up residence in the stronghold which he named the city of David. He built it up, all the way around from the supporting terraces inward. David became more and more powerful, and the Lord God of hosts was with him. King Hiram of Tyre sent envoys to David. He also sent cedar logs, carpenters, and stonemasons, and they built a palace for David. Then David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and has exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. After he arrived from Hebron, David took more concubines and wives from Jerusalem, and more sons and daughters were born to him. These are the names of those born to him in Jerusalem, Shamua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ebal, Elishua, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphelet. When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, they all went in search of David, but he heard about it and went down to the stronghold. So the Philistines came and spread out in the valley of Rephaim. Then David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go to war against the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied to David, Go, for I will certainly hand the Philistines over to you. So David went to Baal-perazim and defeated them there and said, Like a bursting flood, the Lord has burst out against my enemies before me. Therefore he named the place, The Lord Bursts Out. 
The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David and his men carried them off. The Philistines came up again and spread up in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, and he answered, Do not make a frontal assault. Circle around behind them and strike them opposite the balsam trees. When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, act decisively, for then the Lord will have marched out ahead of you to attack the camp of the Philistines. So David did as the Lord commanded him, and he struck down the Philistines all the way from Geba to Giza. 1 Chronicles 12 The following were the men who came with David at Ziklag while he was still banned from the presence of Saul, son of Kish. They were among the warriors who helped him in battle. They were archers who could use either the left or the right hand, both to sling stones and shoot arrows from a bow. They were Saul's relatives from Benjamin. Their chief was Ahiezer, son of Shammah, the Gibeathite. Then there was his brother Joash, Jeziel, and Pelet, sons of Asmaveth, Barakah, Jehu, the Anathite. Ishmael the Gibeonite, a warrior among the thirty and a leader over the thirty. Jeremiah, Jehaziel, Joanan, Jozabad, the Gedarathite. Eluzai, Jeremoth, Belia, Shemariah, Shephatiah, the Haraphite, Alkanah, Ishiah, Azarel, Joazah, and Jashobam, the Korahites, Jaloa and Zebediah, the sons of Jehoram, of Gedor. Some Gadites defected to David at his stronghold in the desert. They were fighting men, trained for battle, expert with shield and spear. Their faces were like the face of lions, and they were as swift as gazelles in the mountains. Ezer was the chief, Obadiah second, Eliab third, Mishmana fourth, Jeremiah fifth, Atai sixth, Eliel seventh, Joanan eighth, Elzabad ninth, Jeremiah tenth, and Machbenai eleventh. These Gadites were army commanders. The least of them was a match for a hundred, and the greatest of them for a thousand. These were the men who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it was overflowing all its banks and put to flight all those in the valley to the east and to the west. Other Benjaminites and men from Judah went to David at Stronghold. David went out to meet them and said to them, If you have come in peace to help me, my heart will be united with you. But if you have come to betray me to my enemies, even though my hands have done no wrong, may the God of our ancestors look on it and judge. Then the spirit took control of Amasai, chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, David. We are with you, son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to him who helps you, for your God helps you. So David received them, and made them leaders of his troops. Some Manasites defected to David when he went with the Philistines to fight against Saul. However, they did not help the Philistines, because the Philistine rulers sent David away after the discussion. They said, It will be our heads if he defects to his master Saul. When David went to Ziklag, some of the men from Manasseh defected to him. Adna, Jozabad, Jadiel, Michael, Jozabad, Elihu, and Zilathai, chiefs of thousands of Manasseh. They helped David against the raiders, for they were all brave warriors and commanders in the army. At that time men came day after day to help David until there was a great army like an army of God. 
the numbers of the armed troops who came to David at Hebron to turn Saul's kingdom over to him, according to the Lord's word, were as follows. From the Judites, 6,800 armed troops bearing shields and spears. From the Simeonites, 7,100 brave warriors ready for war. From the Levites, 4,600. In addition to Jehoiada, leader of the house of Aaron, with 3,700 men, and Zadok, a brave young warrior, with 22 commanders from his own ancestral house. From the Benjaminites, the relatives of Saul, 3,000. Up to that time, the majority of the Benjaminites maintained their allegiance to the house of Saul. From the Ephraimites, 20,800 brave warriors who were famous men in their ancestral houses. From half the tribe of Manasseh, 18,000 designated by name to come and make David king. From the Issacharites, who understood the times and knew what Israel should do, 200 chiefs with all their relatives under their commands. From Zebulun, 50,000 who could serve in the army, trained for battle with all kinds of weapons of war, with one purpose to help David. From Naphtali, 1,000 commanders accompanied by 37,000 men with shield and spear. From the Danites, 28,600 for battle. From Asher, 40,000 who would serve in the army trained for battle. From across the Jordan, from the Reubenites, Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, 120,000 men, equipped with all the military weapons of war. All of these warriors, lined up in battle formation, came to Hebron fully determined to make David king over all Israel. All the rest of Israel was also of one mind to make David king. They spent three days there, eating and drinking with David for their relatives had provided for them. In addition, their neighbors from as far away as Issachar, Zebdalin, and Naphtali came and bought food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. Abundant provisions of flour, fig cakes, raisins, wine and oil, oxen and sheep. Indeed, there was joy in Israel. 1 Timothy 4 Now the Spirit explicitly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teaching of demons through the hypocrisy of liars whose consciences are seared. They forbid marriage and demand abstinence from food that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing should be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. If you point these things out to the brothers, you will be a good servant of Christ Jesus nourished by the words of the faith and the good teaching that you have followed. But have nothing to do with irreverent and silly myths. Rather train yourself in godliness, for the training of the body has a limited benefit, but godliness is beneficial in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. This saying is trustworthy and deserves full acceptance. In fact, we labor and strive for this because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the Savior of everyone, especially of those who believe. Command and teach these things. Let no one despise your youth. Instead, you should be an example to the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. Until I come, give your attention to public reading, exhortation and teaching. 
Do not neglect the gift that is in you. It was given to you through prophecy, with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. Practice these things. Be committed to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Pay close attention to your life and your teaching. Persevere in these things, for by doing this you will save both yourself and your hearers. Proverbs 28 The wicked flee when no one is pursuing them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. When a land is in rebellion, it has many rulers, but with a discerning and knowledgeable person it endures. A destitute leader who oppresses the poor is like driving rain that leaves no food. Those who reject the law praise the wicked, but those who keep the law battle against them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand everything. Better a poor man who lives with integrity than a rich man who distorts right and wrong. A discerning son keeps the law, but a companion of gluttons humiliates his father. Whoever increases his wealth through excessive interest collects it for one who is kind to the poor. Anyone who turns his ear away from hearing the law even his prayer is detestable. The one who leads the upright into an evil way will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit what is good. A rich man is wise in his own eyes, but a poor man who has discernment sees through him. When the righteous triumph there is great rejoicing, but when the wicked come to power people hide themselves. The one who conceals his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them will find mercy. Happy is the one who is always reverent, but one who hardens his heart falls into trouble. A wicked ruler over the helpless people is like a roaring lion or a charging bear. A leader who lacks understanding is very oppressive, but one who hates dishonest profit prolongs his life. A man burdened by blood guilt will be a fugitive until death. Let no one help him. The one who lives with integrity will be helped, but one who distorts right and wrong will suddenly fall. The one who works his land will have plenty of food, but whoever chases fantasies will have his fill of poverty. A faithful man will have many blessings, but one in a hurry to get rich will not go unpunished. It is not good to show partiality, yet a man may sin for a piece of bread. A guilty man is in a hurry for wealth, he doesn't know that poverty will come to him. One who rebukes a person will later find more favor than one who flatters with his tongue. The one who robs his father and mother and says there is no sin is a companion to a man who destroys. A greedy person provokes conflict, but whoever trusts in the Lord will prosper. The one who trusts in himself is a fool, but one who walks in wisdom will be safe. The one who gives to the poor will not be in need, but one who turns his eye away will receive many curses. When the wicked come to power, people hide, but when they are destroyed, the righteous flourish. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have planted a seed in our brain. And after that, we're going to say our prayers for the day and the time of the year.
Before we say our prayers for the day and the time of the year, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, then drop us a line through the usual channels. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, they're all in the show notes. And if you click in the show notes, there are all links there. So if you click on those, you'll follow them through to wherever you need to be. But let's pray, shall we? Lord God, we thank you for your word, which is light and strength to us. We thank you for all you give us. We thank you that we may be able to be counted among the simple-hearted, among the children. We do not want to be anything great in the world. We want only to be with you as your children, watched over by you, the Creator and Father of all. Grant us your blessing, Lord. Help us in all that is good and right, also in our daily works, that we could be your children and do what you have commanded. We ask this because of, and in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Abba Father, you know me well. Made in your image, a part of your will. You've seen my thoughts. You know my words. You've laid your hand upon me, Lord. If I lie down in the dark of night, closing my eyes to shut out your light, in my darkness you're there beside me, a loving father, a hand to guide. If I rise up on the wings of a bird, soar to the heavens, the depths of the earth, mountains or sea, high or low, there's nowhere to hide. Lord, there's nowhere to go. There's no hiding place from the presence of your Spirit. No hiding place from the searching of my heart. No hiding place from the hand that's there to guide me. For wherever I am, be it near or far, wherever I am is the place, Lord, where you are. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of your Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. And don't forget, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'm also on LinkedIn. You can listen to Walking the Way on TuneIn, YouTube, and now available on radio.com if you're in the States. My name is Ray. And so until next time, I'll be here, waiting, as we continue Walking the Way.